Hi guys, welcome to episode three. This is going to be a pretty simple podcast, honestly. I'm really sorry for not posting this weekend or last weekend. I went to Tennessee to go to Slam Nuff and I had so much fun with a group of friends and it was just a phenomenal time. Uh, I call it Sleepy Crystal Hits Tennessee <laughs> because all I did was honestly sleep. But aside from that, I do have a guest today. Um, my boyfriend will be joining me. Hello. This motherfucker does not want to present himself. Present oh, yourself. <laughs> present yourself. As in, like, say my name? Yes. So my name is Sebastian. <laughs> he will be helping me today to um, talk about the topic, which is relationships in your 20s. And we're just going to be giving advice from our own perspective. And then as well, just going into details of things that we have gone through um, and how we overcame it or positive things where we have learned from it and applied to our next relationships, things like that. So if you guys would like to listen in, Please continue to, um, you know, stay tuned, basically. So thank you so much. Okay, so to start this podcast off, we're going to be talking about like before you hit your 20s and how relationships are before it happens, like hitting your big 20s and all. Um, I feel like this is a very big part of learning how to be in a relationship once you get to your 20s. So basically, in my experience, from what I've learned, relationships when you're younger are very important for when you hit your 20s just because you learn so much about yourself, about the person you're with and how to communicate and how to be with them. And I learned that, for example, one of the biggest issues that I saw my friends having and myself included was that communication was horrible. We did not know how to communicate whatsoever when we were younger. We did not know what it meant or how it worked. And it kind of was upsetting because you'd expect it to be different, but it, it just, it really wasn't. So in all honesty, what do you think? What, what was one main thing that you learned when you were younger in relationships well i didn't learn it when i was younger but for sure one thing if i could tell my younger self it was or what that one thing is is to just learn how to communicate properly because 90 percent out of 90 percent of the time there's not going to be much that can't be solved with communicating so again, from what I was going back on or going back on what I just said, communication was such a big thing and we just didn't know how to do it. I don't know if that came from the knowledge we had based on our parents' relationships or our relationship with our parents um, just because of the way we're raised. I feel like that's a big part of it too. I feel like a lot of kids did not know how to communicate very well due to their home situation. And that caused so many problems in our relationships when we were younger because we just did not understand how to do it. And I feel like the older you get, it, it still is a little bit harder than we expect it to be because, it, you know, you'd expect communication to progressively get better rather than worse. And I feel like communication as you get older gets a little bit worse than it before it gets better um, because you're still in the same – or 
you're still at the same time learning who you are and who you want to be. So imagine having to communicate on top of that with someone else while you're still trying to figure out who you are. What do you think? Yeah, and I'm not saying that you're going to be like, even if my younger self didn't know how to communicate, was going to be perfect. Because a lot of the time you do need to find out who you are as yourself before that becomes completed. Yeah, like I feel like also back then, one of the biggest things and one of the biggest issues I saw, at least with my friends and stuff, is that at a certain age, we ha- we felt the need to start being in relationships. I don't know if that was a thing for you, where at a certain age, everyone started getting into relationships, but they're like, yo, bro, like, why aren't you in a relationship? You look really cute with this person, blah, 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 blah. Like, I don't know if you ever went through that. <laughs> I mean, I heard that a lot, like, around me, but I think mostly me, I was focused on, like as cringy as it sounds is just making money um i wasn't really looking for a relationship when i was in my younger years i was i think strictly for me i was just trying to get money i so. honestly started working when i was 15 so i i guess i was around the same age that was what freshman sophomore year of high school so i was around the same age you started looking for money and stuff, but I wasn't, I also was very much a part of like the high school drama and all that stuff. Um, and I stick way clear of all that. See, like, be, it's not that I wanted to be involved. I was just involved. And nah, that- but you didn't, it's, I mean, at the same time, I don't know. I feel like for me, I made a, I made a huge effort to get away from all that as well. I was just suicidal as shit. Well, well <laughs> rest in peace. Um, but I, what I mean by being a part of the drama was the fact that, like, I always kind of was updated by everyone around me. You know, like, hey, this is going on. This is going on. Not, like, me specifically being a part of it. Like, as in it was about me or I was involved and I was saying something. It was just, like, everyone around me was telling me. And, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Like, that shit was funny as fuck all the time. Like, hearing about other people's shit, it, it kind of made it, made high school a lot easier than it was for me. So that's why I'm not really upset about it. But because of that, I always felt the need to keep up with the times and try and be in a relationship because all of my friends were, or because all of my friends were saying, Oh, you know, you guys would be so cute together. Why don't you guys like, you know, date, blah, blah, blah. And so of course all that stigma and all that like pressure really got to me at some point. And I got into a relationship with, and in that particular moment in high school, at least with my best friend, um, now that I'm older, I realize that truly that relationship should have stayed platonic and it should have never became a relationship. Not that I regret it. I learned a lot from it. I truly did. And I, till this day, apply the things that I've learned from that relationship now, but I wish it would have just been platonic. Um, you know, it, it's those things that cause so many people to lose friendships with people they cared about because they felt so pressured And that's one thing we tend to learn as we get older when we hit our 20s or such to not really follow what others say and not or at least we should know not to follow what others say in the sense of our relationships and friendships. Yeah. And that's where I feel like I like from a young from a younger age, I like even though I can see how um, 
I could see how like entertaining, I think is a good word to keep high school going. But at the same time, if anybody ever had anything that like any type of um, inf- like information or drama, I was, I was, I would be the one to just like, I don't, I'm not trying to hear any of that. Sebastian's very like, I want to make this clear. Sebastian's very like calm headed. He's not very into the whole cheese may thing, which you know, even in our relationship, I've had to learn that, like, sometimes I want to go to him about something, and I'm like, wait, he doesn't like this shit. Like, he doesn't like hearing about it. He doesn't like hearing about anything that's going on with anybody else's lives. He's just kind of like, okay, that's none of my business. Keep it to yourself. I don't really care. Um, Which I'm trying to learn how to do with my own life as well, because being so used to, in high school, being able to do that, it's a very hard thing to get out of. And it also ties into relationships, because sorry, you constantly hear about people's relationships and you constantly want to comment because you know so much about it. But in reality, what does it have to do with you? And that's something that I'm still learning as a person because it is hard when you're so used to being okay by doing something for so many years. And that's not an excuse. You continue to want to do it, but it's not okay anymore. We're sitting in our 20s. It's not, there's no validation to it anymore. Um, There wasn't ever any, but you know, it was well, a lot fun I mean, in high school. I agree that it, it it was possibly it would have kept high school very entertaining. It it was aspect. entertaining. Yeah. I feel like it was it was very entertaining. I feel like it kept people out of their heads because we were constantly at school for how many hours? It was like a full time job being in school. So basically, that's the first part. Um, now I guess like when you hit your twenties, I feel like you're kind of getting to know yourself a little bit better as who you are, you're still learning, but you're getting to that point where you're like, okay, I kind of, kind of understand this about myself. I understand this boundary about myself, this, this, and this, but of course there's still things that you're learning. So when you get into a relationship, usually, usually from what I've seen around me is that every person goes through, through some traumatic experience before they lead up to their like relationship, like their current relationships. And I feel like what that leads to is, learning all over again what to do do you think that's true like usually from your friends and stuff are they usually getting out of a traumatic experience and then they're with someone that they actually care about and they're treating them right yeah but and so that and i think a lot of it has to deal with um trauma you receive from your home that you haven't dealt with and whatever you see you reciprocate that onto the whoever you're with at the time and until that is properly properly handled um, it's just going to be a reoccurring situation Situation where it's just not going to, I mean, it can end well, but most of the times it's not going to. I feel like that's a very big thing. Like I had mentioned before, your home life is such a big deal in your relationships. And specifically, I feel like in your 20s, because you're still living with your parents usually, and you thought you've overcame everything. And then in reality, you're still living in that hot mess. Mm-hmm. And you're still, without realizing it, or maybe you do realize that you're still projecting all of that anger or all of that sadness or happiness, whatever the case may be, onto your partner. And it it kind of, it's kind of scary because sometimes those emotions aren't even yours. They're from the people you live with. So I completely agree with Sebastian in the sense that those things need to be fixed before you even decide to be in a relationship, I feel like, or and if if you are already in a relationship and you still have issues, learn how to fix them within your relationship if your partner is willing. 
to help. Yeah, correct. Because you don't want to add extra baggage to anybody's life when they're already dealing with their own stuff too. Yeah, but I mean, as I mean, as kids in high school, we don't really we don't really see all that. It just comes with time and progression. I mean, you're not gonna realize it completely when you're when you're in high school dealing with so many other things. It's just kind of in the back of your head, and then it automatically gets reciprocated onto that person. Yeah, but see, like that's one thing, like. In high school, there's an excuse for it. When you get older, when you're hitting your 20s, there's no more, like, there's no excuse for it anymore. You kind of have to, like, switch up and, like, change things, even if it takes a while. You know, this. I'm not saying this shit takes, like, two days. It takes Sometimes it takes years. Sometimes it takes months. It just depends on the type of person you are and how willing or how hard you're willing to work towards it. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, in high school, I completely agree. We didn't know what the fuck was going on. We just started our lives. We were barely opening our eyes to our existence and who we were and what we liked and, you know, all these things. So, but in your 20s, there's no longer an excuse. You you have to realize that, like, okay, I may be the problem, you know, and these are my issues and I need to fix them. And that's exactly what I need to do. Specifically, like, when it comes to communicating anger, I feel like anger is a huge thing. Um, communicating and when I talk about communicating I mean in general like if you have depression if you have any type of mental disorders you explain that to your partner and uh, make them understand what you're dealing with before you ever start you know dating them and then as well you ask ask them to understand you can't make somebody sorry yes you ask them to understand and if they don't understand and that's not the partner for you realistically speaking um, don't go into a relationship hiding things specifically when it comes to your, to your mental, it, it's, un, it's, it's not possible to hide anything that you are like feeling in show every single day. Um, communicating when you're angry. I, I had a situation or I had an issue with that even to this day. Like I still have my little issues where I don't know how to communicate when I'm angry. I kind of just shut down and I'm like, okay, well. I don't want to talk right now because I'm going to say something slick and that's not okay. And I've realized that shutting down is okay, but at the same time, I need to get over that and learn how to communicate even while I'm angry because nothing should be able to impede me from talking. What do you think? What's your advice on anger and communicating? Well, I mean, honestly, it's not going to be quick. You're not going to learn how to do it quick. But as you have been doing, I feel like it's a good start. So whenever you're angry, you need a moment because you feel like you're going to say something that's you, you don't mean. Then you need a moment to step back yourself. But I feel like you've learned that over time by yourself. So, I mean, that just shows prog- progress in itself when you have to when you you yourself take a moment and just relax. I completely agree. I feel like, you know, relaxing when you're angry is a huge thing. I feel like a lot of people feel the need to answer even when they're angry and it causes a lot of issues because usually what happens is when you're angry, you say things you don't mean. And when you say you don't, you say things you don't mean, the other person may or may not forget those things. Like that's just how it goes. And sometimes what happens is with that, it may stick for the rest of their like your relationship or the rest of their lives or whatever the case may be. It may haunt them. You never know. So it's best to just stay quiet, relax, calm down, and then revisit the topic once you're calm 
or if you've gotten to the point where you can actually communicate while angry and not say anything disrespectful, but just genuinely conversate and understand each other, then you've made it. Congratulations. Must be fucking nice because some of us still are stuck on the second page of the handbook. So another thing is um, understanding your partner. I feel like a lot of my issue specifically is that sometimes it's very hard for me to, um, what's the word? What's the word? Like, not un- like it's understand, but basically understand to the point where I don't judge for certain things. I struggle a lot with judgment. Um, just because I keep people at a certain point viewpoint in my life and I'm like well you're at this pedestal I expect more from you there we go expecting more from someone um I feel as though that is one of my biggest issues and I I struggle with that with friends with family with anybody and that's one thing understanding and making sure that you are not judging or sitting there and trying to always be right even when it's about a situation from your partner is so important and huge in a relationship. I think that at times partners don't realize how much they're judging or how much they're putting inputs into conversations that don't need inputs. Um, You're not doing much by sitting there and making sure your partner knows exactly how you feel about a situation they're feeling and how, you know, they should feel or how they should think or sometimes that's not asked for or warranted so I feel like that's another thing you start learning in your 20s um it's called boundaries some of us really need to start putting them in place (laughs) another thing about what she's talking about right now going back to when she was talking about understanding your partner a lot of the times that's why you make that initial like statement before the relationship starts that you have this you're dealing with because unless your partner wants so let me explain this say said a person is upset and she needs a moment it's i'm not saying it's all the way up to the partner but it's up to the partner to basically influence a way to possibly like do do it better for next time so we're not so that okay so he lost the thought heard the train process the thought train thought Thought uh, process process. okay you know what i mean but basically what he's trying to get at is um so there's a mutual understanding there's a mutual understanding between both people that one these type of situations would not be reoccurring you know And two, there's a progression. So once, you know, the situation stopped reoccurring, there's a progression from there. There's betterment. There's an understanding. There's some support from both of y'all to be better and to grow and be together, you know? So I completely agree with that as well. I feel like in a relationship, it's a team. It is not about love. It's not about lust. It's not about emotions. It is about teamwork you decided to wake up every morning and still be with someone and you could stop loving someone in a relationship and still decide every morning to still be with them why 
because that is teamwork. Of course, unless you definitely still don't love a person like that's just different. But I'm talking about you do genuinely love a person. But there are days you wake up and you're like, you know what? I ain't feeling it today, bro. Like this ain't this is not my thing. But you still decide to stay with that person. That is what I'm talking about. Because you know deep down you still love them. It's just today you woke up and you were like, eh, not really. But honestly, I think those are a couple things that are really important about relationships. And I feel like a big part of relationships is just learning. It's so much learning. You have to sit there and learn from your past mistakes, your future mistakes, your present mistakes, everything. You you have to learn. You have to be willing to learn from your mistakes or else you will never, ever, ever succeed in a relationship. You can't sit here and not progress at the same rate that someone else that you want to be with is succeeding and progressing and changing. So it's just like, I, I really hate hearing that, you know, people don't, sorry for the ambulance. Sorry. I really hate hearing that people aren't willing to change and grow from friends and family and stuff like that, because it's like, why not? How does it affect you to change one perspective, one way of doing things, one way of understanding, one way of communicating? What is so difficult about that? I I mean, it is difficult when you're trying to fucking do it, but why is it so difficult to even consider the idea of doing it? Mm -hmm. So I just feel like relationships in your 20s is genuinely communication and learning how to communicate and learning to understand that some days your partner is going to be okay and some days they're not. And that is okay. And that kind of has to do with the fact that, I mean, you stay in a relationship to... I mean, because you still love them, but some days you're going to wake up and it could be because it, anything can cause it. Say um, things at home aren't going so well, so you're not feeling it that much with your partner. But at the same time, you know, you love them. It's just you have this and this on your mind. So that's kind of blocking it out for the moment. But that doesn't mean um, that it's over or that it's that something like or you need to end this pretty much. It's just you're going to have your days and you're going to. That's one th- that's one big thing you have to learn about your 20s as well. It's just your 20s is such a such a growth time period. That's literally what it is. Your 20s is you growing up, growing the hell up and understanding that the world is not as pretty and pink and blue and green and all these rainbow colors that you imagine it to be. It's really gray, black, brown, blue, dark blue, dark purple sometimes and that's okay and having a partner who cares about you and understands that you know they're willing to understand that you will sometimes wake up and not be okay and vice versa sometimes your partner will wake up and not be okay is important to know and understand that that's completely normal that is something that happens to everyone and I just feel like sometimes we forget that Sometimes we forget that life gets hard. No, it's not only us going through it because that's a part of our selfishness as human beings. We forget that our partner could possibly be going through things or maybe we're too overwhelmingly involved in our partner li- partner's lives and know every single aspect and know every single day. And that's the thing. You can't also that's that's definitely another topic. 
do not be overwhelmingly involved in your partner's lives either. You have a life too. You have to focus on yourself as well. Your partner is your partner. If they need you, they will reach out to you or they'll let you know. You have to focus on yourself. You have to focus on your well-being, your growth, your positivity. You decided to have a partner, a team. They will reach out to you if you have a good, good set of communication skills between each other. And that's just how I feel about that. I, I don't agree with constantly being up your partner's ass because that's just, sorry for the cars. Because <laughs> that's just too much, in my opinion. Yeah, and just to add on to that, it, it's a, it's, when, you're, when, you're, when you're doing that and so far deep into like their actual life, I mean, not saying you, you don't have to be in a way, but it slows down your progression as well because you're so overly focused on something different that your partner may just kind of, well, I don't want to say wash off because that deals with, I feel like it's bad to wash it off anyways, but. No. He keeps doing this thing where he stops talking, even though he's making a great point. Lost lost my train of thought again but i feel like what you were trying to get at is like it becomes overwhelming like it just becomes something where you know if you're too far up someone's ass you start forgetting about your own damn life and you start focusing so much on their life that in reality at this point are you really living your life or are you living vicariously through someone else yeah and whatever they need whatever they need your partner needs to tell you like they'll come to you for sure if you have that set of skills already implemented into your relationship, because let's talk about something. If you don't set up boundaries, if you don't set up rules before you start a relationship, if you don't set up any basis of communication in a relationship, then they will never happen throughout. It will not because you didn't set them at the beginning. And if they, you did set them at the beginning and no one's listening to them, then at that point, there's no respect. In my opinion, something needs to change. So that's just my opinion on that. I think that should clearly cover that one. But honestly, I feel like, let's see, let's see. What else? What else is in the, involved in a relationship that's very important in your 20s? Um, I feel like we should talk about moving out. That's a huge thing, moving out with somebody. In your 20s? Because I feel like most people are moving out in their 20s with their relationship. Um, or their partner, sorry. No, I think that's another thing that's pretty much influenced by pretty much people around you and everything. I'm I not mean, saying you have to stay in your house by 20s, but if you don't feel comfortable and then if somebody else like does an aspect of like just like the high school days where they hear it for somebody... And, oh, yeah, this is what I got to do just because I feel like that matters as well. I mean, honestly, I while I do agree partially, I do want to say this. I feel like a lot of people feel the need to move out while it being your surroundings. Um, on top of that, also being you and your partner, like wanting to grow up together and do your own thing. But I feel like a lot of the people I have talked to who are trying to move out is due to the fact that due to their surroundings and like my advice on that is just be careful um be mindful of what you do be be understanding of your partner and understand that sometimes while you may be ready they may not be 
or vice versa, they may be ready and you're not. Yeah, it all just comes down to the same old communication and making sure you guys are both ready and set that this is something you guys want to do from like just the get go within you. Yeah. Like I feel like I've I've met so many relationships that one person is ready to move out and the other person is still titter tottering and understanding if they really want to or not and or if they're ready and there's still no basis of communication and it causes issues and it causes people to argue and mess their relationships up for no reason. Just because one person is not feeling where they're living or their living situation and the other person is, you know what I'm saying? Things like that. I feel like it just all comes down to communication. If you're if you're having arguments over anything anything it's communicating about it and understanding where the other person is coming from and sitting there and just being like okay this isn't about me none of this is about me anymore i also have another person to think about because at the end of the day if you wanted to think about yourself solely you stay single you don't get into a relationship with somebody else um that's just my opinion i feel like sitting here and being in a relationship and thinking that well i want to move out or I want to go out tonight even though I know I have no money in my bank account. Or I want to go do this because I need to go out. And then wanting to involve your partner in it and understanding that they may not want to or vice versa is very selfish in my opinion. And clearly shows that there's no basis of communication within either of y'all. So, yeah, within either of y'all. Because if the other person's not telling you how they feel and they still follow your lead, it's not a good relationship either in my opinion. But... Um, honestly, yeah. So I feel as though a couple of things have been cleared up and I think we're going to go ahead and move to the next topic, which is kind of just talking about our own experiences and then, you know, positive things that come out of relationships in our twenties. Okay. So personal experiences, how does that work? How does like, how does that work how do we talk about this i feel like personal experiences and relationships are so weird um i have been with sebastian for three years um we have hit what two months three years and two months and we have gone through everything i mean literally everything every aspect of a relationship and learning how to grow within it has happened to us And one thing we've specifically learned is the communication aspect of it. I feel like we struggled a lot with the communication because we both had gone through separate situations that were really hurting us when we first started dating. And, you know, our living situations weren't the best in the sense that we didn't know how to communicate. Um, We started dating at 20. You were 21. I was 20. Mm -hmm. Um, And we were both just going through it. (laughs) honestly we started off as best friends I understood kind of what he was going through and then he understood what I was going through because I had talked to him about it and we were just trying to understand each other as much as possible and it was almost impossible for us because either I was way too aggressive or he was way too quiet and it was just leading to us never being able to sit down and have an actual conversation about what we're feeling um at some point, of course, that changed, but at least in the beginning, it was terrible. It was a great relationship. We did so many things, and, and you know, like, I still woke up every day and loved the hell out of him, and I still do, and I hope the same back, you know what I'm saying? But 
it was it was terrible. It it genuinely was terrible because we were both two people trying to figure out what the fuck we wanted, what our boundaries were, how to communicate, how to deal with everything we were dealing with while being in a relationship. And it was just a lot of things going on that like hurt us, you know, at some point really did cause us hurt. And, you know, that's just what I think. What about you? Okay. So to begin with, I think, the major issue we had in the beginning was failing to pretty much open up to each other. Um, that caused a lot of like little, little fights that will, that would eventually build up to like something like, like one of us just exploding or something. And with time, we just got better at sitting each other down and then just talking and then opening up with each other about our um, past traumatic experiences and such. I feel like, one of the biggest things you have to understand is that in a relationship, and I know this is going to get so repetitive by saying it over and over again, but it really is about communication. If there's no communication, there's no understanding. There's no basic platform to go off of when it comes to talking to your partner. And in all reality, that's what we were missing. The biggest piece of it all, we were missing a sense of communication, a sense of vulnerability when it came to being able to talk to each other and being honest with each other about what we were feeling and what we were going through. specifically with me, I feel like I'm just going to talk for myself. At least I felt like I didn't know how to come across or like how to talk about my feelings. I never had a good relationship with talking about my feelings because of my home life and my home situation. And so I never felt like I could, I, I just, I genuinely felt like I couldn't talk to Sebastian about what I was feeling. And if I did, it's, it's through yelling and screaming because that's all I learned in my house. And, you know, me and my mom are working through that period, but you know, it, it, that's what we were dealing with. We were dealing with things from our home, from what we had learned that were okay and acceptable, you know, and projecting it onto our relationship because that's just what we thought was okay. And at the end, it wasn't okay. What it caused was so many more issues than we expected and so many more problems than what we thought would, you know, happen. And that's what happened, honestly. Is there anything else? Um, I think another thing you got to think about or possibly look into is how to open up to each other. Um, I think the most recent thing I can think of about how to open up to each other is... If you can't say it directly, then try just facing the other way and speaking to basically nobody in front of you while the person you actually want to talk to is behind you. Maybe that'll help you out. And he got that from sex education. Um, That was a really great way of um, bringing up that topic because honestly, that was a really great way of showing how you could talk to somebody if you're afraid or if you feel like... one of many. Yeah, like I, I think that's a great example of if you're afraid to look at somebody and be like, hey, this is what I'm feeling or you're afraid of being vulnerable for the time being. I think that's a great way to do it. Um, and I'm glad that example was brought up. Honestly, I have realized that while there are so many negatives that happen in a relationship, because that's normal. If you think that you're not going to argue with your partner, you're not going to have bickers and like all these things, then don't get into a relationship. 
until further notice until you realize that that's not that's false that's that's it's impossible you're two different people two different personalities two different ways of thinking being combined together it's bound to happen and that's okay as long as it doesn't get abusive or aggressive to the point where there's no possible way of communicating yeah that's not okay but in all honesty um i think the positives though is that me and sebastian at least in our situation we've grown up so much from what we first started off with. We have learned how to communicate. We have learned how to sit down and tell each other how we feel. Of course, there are still times where I get a little bit aggressive or my attitude changes or Sebastian shuts down on me. It's still bound to happen. It's, it's, it's things that are supposed to happen because you're still learning. Things don't just change because you say it changes. It takes time. And that's something that took me some time to learn because I thought things would just change instantly when in reality that is <laughs> false. But in all honesty, I feel like we have learned so much from just communicating, understanding each other, learning a little bit more about each other, about our things, learning about our past, our present, our future, what we want to do, learning about each other in every aspect, Be basically being inside and outside of each other when learning about each other is such an important thing to me and I think that's just what's helped us so much to not only become closer but to also understand our boundaries and limits when it comes to our relationship and how to work through them so um but yeah so in all honesty I would like to say the positives are always going to be the memories and the changes you make in a relationship because within those changes, it comes growth. And growth is so important in each and every person. And regardless of if a relationship lasts or not, take it as a learning lesson that, hey, this was good. I learned so much from you regardless if it was a bad ending or a good ending. And just be grateful for the times you had together and that's all I can truly say. But aside from that, I want to end this off on a positive note and say thank you guys so much. We're almost hitting 50 constant listeners. Um, so I hope we hit this by tomorrow. I'm so excited. And then I can start doing little promos and like stuff like that to make some monies. <sighs> Broke bitch life. But um, yeah, guys, thank you guys again so much for constantly listening to my podcast and being here. I appreciate y'all so much, and I want to tell Sebastian to end off real quick to say some goodbye notes. Just say goodbye again. Thank you guys for listening in. I hope you guys have a great night as well, and I hope you guys stay tuned for our next podcast, which I will let you guys know at some point, give you a little hint of what it is on my Instagram, which is 20s Hit or Miss. Thank you guys again. Bye-bye.